0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 792. And today we're going to be still looking into the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. And today we're going to look at what um, Richard Rudd um, uh, talks about faking freedom. These um, subtle ways in, we, uh, in which we continue To um, manifest and experience our victimization, even though we believe we are on the spiritual path. And it's not that we're not. At the very core of spirituality, we need to understand that everything is spiritual. And this is one of the things that um, a lot of people at some point they haven't realized yet. Life is spiritual. Every single thing is spiritual and every journey and every path is spiritual there's no such thing as i'm spiritual and you're not or i'm more spiritual than you and this is um this is a big um setback you could say setback but it's more like a stage on the road um a certain um path that we have to take at some point on our journey and depending on your specific um if we were to look out our have a, a good look at all of our lives and the roads that we've taken because of the certain attention that we focused on other lives and and how we have kind of strengthened certain points of attention throughout our journey not not only through this lifetime but you know, since the beginning of of you know roaming around in physicality. And even beyond that, before that, everybody's got a specific different configuration of of stuff to um, to get done because of the nature of the paths they've taken. And uh, Richard Rod kind of describes this as embodied in the genetic structure of the bio-machine you're writing in this reality, this body you have, body-mind-consciousness. And as we talked yesterday um and we might talk a little bit more about today um i don't I don't subscribe as the genetic structure having the ultimate key to your evolution, but rather uh, as um as a manifestation of your journey. You chose that very specific biomachine machine because it carries the specific or a very similar configuration genetically that can adapt to your journey that you're going to have in this lifetime. And so the life, the, the journey that you have in this lifetime is not going to be the same as somebody else because of the nature of the stuff they've already experienced, they've already lived, they've already understood. And so, and that's why we have um, all of these gene keys, right? Because their are paths um, to um, navigate that are relevant more some more than others for some people than others and um and as we the more you understand reality the more you understand all of the paths because ultimately that's what uh, we're here to do understand all of the possible combinations of the building blocks of reality how the blueprint of of this Physical world or physical multiverse how how it 's made and how it it connects and how it manifests and how it unfolds according to your choice of attention and um, so everybody 's getting their got their attention somewhere they had their attention in a different path or many different paths through, throughout uh, all your lifetimes their lifetimes. And in this lifetime, because, and you can see these a lot. For example, when you see these, uh, you know, YouTube videos of like a a three-year-old kid Hank hitting the drum kit like he's, you know, Carter Buford. You know, (laughs) he's like, oh my God, how did he know that? How does he know that? Because he was a drummer in a past life or many, (laughs) many lifetimes, right? He he mastered a skill. And just as we master skills on several, several lifetimes and we come here with, you could say, certain uh, abilities, we also come here with understandings of um, these paths of evolution. And you may be that, and it, it does happen when you're looking at your hologenetic profile and you got like, well, usually the, the kind of stuff uh, that you see there is stuff you're working on this lifetime. And it can also mean anything because you're the one making the, 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 kind of the, the, um, the description, the realization. You're getting the download directly to your contemplation. So you're, you're really going to make anything out of any of these words that we're using as keywords with these jinkies. But um, when you look at jinkies um, that are not in your whole genetic profile, um, you will find stuff that you totally understand. Like you look at a Jinkin and you go like, I know that one and that one and that one. And I totally understand what that means. And I, I have embodied because you already have it. You've already been through that. It's already on your um, you know resume, if you want to call it right in your, in your book of life. And um, it's a chapter that you've already experienced. And so you have that path, maybe not all the way to the city, to the divine gift, but you understand that movement of that particular shadow uh, into its gift. And then there you will find some out there that you have absolutely no idea what it means. And um, those might be still up to come in future lifetimes. Or um, if you actually take the journey all the way through, You get past that whole genetic profile and start looking into all of these paths. And because we have all of this, and we're talking about this jinky 55 as kind of the foundation of this whole structure, this whole tool we're using with the jinkies, at the very core of all of these paths is this victimization, which is basically a misunderstanding of how reality works. The reality is a consequence of attention. Because we're the children of God, because we have free will, we have the ability to position our attention. And that is who we are, the positioner of the attention. Our beliefs, our opinions, our memory, our past, our future, all of those things are um, stored in the personality. this That's what the personality is. You are a personality. But that's not what we are. That is, it is the bio-machine, the, the body-mind consciousness. And so we we're always kind of focusing on kind of like separating these two things always so that we understand that the work here is not identifying with the personality, but understanding how it behaves so that we can liberate ourselves from its constant hijacking of our attention. That's what he wants. The, the personality wants to hijack our attention because that is the power of God. Attention is the power of God. So the personality doesn't have any power. It needs you, the positioner of the attention. It needs your attention in order for it to exist. And and the best example of that is that once your attention is out of the body, once you die, then it's the body dies. Once the, once the body dies and you're gone, then then there's no your attention is no longer in the body. So it can't exist without you. And um, so it builds itself as a certain creature, as a certain being, with preferences and opinions and you know beliefs and all of this stuff. <clears throat> and a lot of it it's um, it's because of your journey that you've accrued throughout all of your lifetimes that you've come to a place where it's a configuration of all the stuff you know and all the stuff that you don't know and and a lot of stuff that you misunderstand. And um, because of how it has been raised in this reality, it's extremely limited and it doesn't have full memory. But you do have that uh, ability to um, recognize all of your journey because you recognize experience at an emotional level. What I mean emotional, I don't mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, at a a state of being level. When when you can actually experience the electromagnetic uh, information that's in the field. And then you feel that through the body and you remember. And so we have what's the soul is a recorder of emotion. It's a recorder of experience in the shape of emotion. And we can, when we tap into our soul, we can, we have the ability to remember the whole picture. And the more you're remembering, the more you're realizing, the more you're contemplating this stuff, the more you're capable of, of kind of a sift through stuff and say well I've already been there I've already been to that party you know I've already had that conversation and it's like there's nothing wrong with that but I it's boring it's like can we just move on to the next thing and this is what happens on this on the spiritual part path in quote right people um, get lost in this subtle um, kind of um, um, kind of like um, 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 kind, They're kind of like um, stops or kind of like um, a little bit plateaus where we get plateaued for a while because, you know, we think that spirituality means this or means that. But what it ultimately means is the ultimate dissolution of the personality where the body, mind, consciousness becomes the vehicle, the full physical vehicle of you so that you can navigate reality. And so as we travel through this physical realm, we're, uh, we're learning how to tame this, this animal. And, and, and so what's going to happen is that spirituality doesn't mean anything except having absolute command over your point of attention. And then through that attention, in, your frequency rises and you're, you have access to infinity. And that access to infinity dissolves your, um, ultimately, this even dissolves your point of attention. You become the attention of the universe. And that's that's where we're going, but it's not something that you make happen. Your work here, our work here is to train that bio-machine so, uh, so that it it's, it doesn't write you instead of write you writing it. And at that point, at some point, then that's what ultimate freedom means. And so we're going to be diving into that. But before, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to join.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. At the bottom of the website, there's a menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. There's also on that page a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That'll take you to the Gene Keys website where you can download your free personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map uh, we're talking about here. And uh, that's relevant to your incarnation in this particular biomachine machine you're writing in this lifetime and uh, Richard Rod you know likes to talk about genetics as if um, that is you know the path to our spiritual evolution. But the way I see it is, genetic is a consequence of our spiritual evolution. Um, it's part of the journey, right? The body, and not only your body, but the body of humanity. It is um, the consequence of our exploration of this realm, and so it. Um, it, 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 is, it is a servant onto the purpose. And so, yes, there is a configuration that comes with the biomachine, but it is not set on stone. And so, uh, I do not give my power away to this hologenetic profile of these or these jinkies. I do not identify myself with the hologenetic profile, but it is an extraordinary tool to hone your attention. And when you use it as, uh, you know, as, it's, as it works, as, as the machine that is made to be, um, it, it, it helps you gain incredible insight into your present life and help you navigate through every single aspect of your life. And most important, um, realize the nature of integrating um, Those, you know, suppressed or, or, you know, kind of like repressed aspects of ourself, what what we call the shadow. And all of these aspects, not integrating these aspects into ourselves, you know, pushing them aside, holds us back from our evolutionary purpose. And so a lot of people have this idea that spirituality is becoming a better person, but it is not. (laughs) It's, It's kind of shedding off all the beliefs that hold you in one little box. We are not little beings. We are the entire universe. And so as you define yourself as this or that, then you hold yourself from who you truly are. And that is that is ultimately the, the reason why we're using and, and we're going through these tools. So as you go through this whole genetic profile and there's, you know, on that page, episode 256, you'll see everything you need to work and get started with this work with the Jinkies. Profound work is an incredible tool. Uh, but, and we're going to be talking about that today. Do not give your power away to the tool, to the teacher, to the podcast, to the, you know, the, the path. These are tools, and what uh, what's their purpose? Their ultimate purpose is just to help us hone our attention, so that we can download information directly from the source, and have the ability to navigate through our lives. Ultimately, um, to um manifest fulfillment, not to seek fulfillment. And we talked about that a little bit yesterday about the nature of longing, and we're gonna be talking about a little bit about today uh, about that. You know, the 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 difference between seeking fulfillment and 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 becoming fulfillment. And uh, there's very two different things. It sounds very similar, but it's kind of like what's written in the Constitution of the United States. is like the pursuit of happiness. It's not, they're not saying, you know, people are, you know, uh, you know, grant the divine gift to be happy, but to pursue happiness. And where are you going to find happiness? Never, because you're always constantly pursuing it. And who's pursuing it? This is the most important question. The personality is pursuing it. It's not you because you're already here. Your your attention is wherever you put it. Your attention is already ev- anywhere you put it. There's no time in your attention. But there is time in physical manifestation and the body lives within the boundaries of time. So it needs it, it, its it's program and its design and it has whole a whole journey uh, through physicality adapting to this this realm of time and so as as we evolve ultimately we find out that freedom true freedom and true fulfillment is timeless and uh, there's actually a jinky a uh, city of timelessness um that's a uh, jinky five and um and and you know when we're talking about all these different paths going back home um for some people, it, it would work this or that, right? But ultimately, they're all the same. They all lead to the same place. When the more you dive into these jinkies, the more you realize that you're using all of these tools to go to the same place. Movement from fear, from being close, from being, you know, um, and guard, right, and, and tense, into um, releasing all of that fear and allowing the love of life, which is, it is life itself, to allowing life to happen and to, to so that you can actually live your life because you lose your fear, because you gain command of your attention. And so uh, many experiences will still have, will still happen, and uh, and as long as you're still going through your understanding of your, you know, misunderstanding parts of yourself, your shadows, uh, these experiences will keep coming until at some point your frequency will rise and you will not even uh, meet these experiences anymore because your frequency is at a, at a different level. And so um, you're not even going to have to, at that point, you're existing in a parallel reality, in a parallel universe. This is why we call it the multiverse, right? and and it happens more and more the more centered you are the more connected you are to that center the more present you are and and you're going to be able to respond to life as it's coming because you're you are you're you are connected with life you're not disconnected you are not unconscious And so this is the work we're doing here on that episode uh, 256. You'll see all the information you need to get started. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, what are we doing here? Who am I? What's Joan.TV? What's uh, Pearl Planet? All of that stuff. Click on the About tab on Joan.TV. Listen to episode one. It's a little dated now. uh, We started about three years ago with this podcast. We're probably going to be updating it soon but it's a kind of basic core idea. We're going through um, incredible changes at a physical level in this reality. We're uh, kind of experiencing the systematic um, disintegration of what I call the hierarchical matrix system. And uh, what it means is um, it it all begins to expose exposition. We are beginning to learn what is really going on in ourselves. And because we're learning to We're learning to know a lot of people waking up, right? To who they are, what what, what is it, our true job here, knowing, know thyself, right? Because that creates a frequency, because everything is connected. And, you know, I, I ultimately say everything is one thing. It is affecting the field. It is affecting the larger scope of the world stage. And so uh, all of the lies of the world are s- slowly being uncovered. This is what, um, you know, in the Bible, we call it the revelations, right? The apocalypse. It just means the revealing of the truth. What is the truth? And, and that is actually the work we're doing here with the Jinkies, learning the truth of ourselves. And we're going to be looking into that on this jinky today, um, understanding who we are. Knowing, realizing the truth and accepting it, embracing it as it is and let that love, that life within us, the light of creation, transmute it. There's really no work to do but realize the truth and then live from that place, right? And so what's happening at, at a broad level is that the truth is being revealed and along with the truth comes a lot of fucking bullshit. And it's happening worldwide because, um, because of fear. Because th- th- at the world stage level, we've created, we've we've supported with our attention and our beliefs, a bunch of structures that are based on on deception and that are based on on on, on the shadow, on the darkness, on what we call evil, right? But it's um just really um on unprocessed in blocks of reality, right? Building blocks of reality that, that have been abandoned. It's like we've, we've, we've fallen asleep on the on the wheel as we've been living this life as this civilization. And because of that, a lot of rotten stuff has uh, taken hold of positions of power because ultimately that uh, pursuit of power is just the ultimate power over others. I mean, not not personal power it's um it 's the consequence of fear, the consequence of fear um demands control, and so um when we look at this world shadow we 're looking at the manifested um, a macro macroverse if you want of the micro universe within you within every one of us the more we 're waking up, the more we 're taking responsibility for our all of our shadow right all of our fears. And embracing our lives and loving ourselves and and, and choosing a different approach to life instead of being a victim, uh, you know, becoming proactive and actually making decisions and stepping up into our lives. Then we're practically just that, you know, creates a frequency, uh, an an electromagnetic field that that pulls out the plug from underneath this uh, hierarchical matrix system. And so, uh, you know in in lay terms, basically, people are no longer believing the news. People are no longer believing that the politicians are telling the truth. People are no longer no, no longer supporting all these ongoing fucking wars. People are figuring out that there 's a lot of slavery and, and 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 you know organ trafficking and torture and child trafficking and, and, and abuse and atrocities beyond you know it's always been happening throughout history but now it's being revealed because people are deciding they want to live a different life they want to have a different world and they are no longer willing to put up with this bullshit so it's being manifested and it's collapsing the structures are collapsing because people no longer believe in in their um in in their their ability to function into the world that they are envisioning, people are envisioning a new world, a new reality, and it is not one of control. And yes, there's a, the, the reason why there's a struggle right now is because there's still a lot of people asleep under this mind control spell. Um, that it's it's ultimately it's not the you know the government's fault or, or the you know deep state or all of these underground uh, you know. Uh, cults and all of that stuff, right? It's uh, Those are the consequences. The consequences, our own internal denial of, of truth. We deny ourselves truth because we're afraid to experience, to face the truth. And it's not we, again, it's the personality. And uh, so when we take responsibility and face our personality, we sever that link to the mainstream and we are literally pulling off the plug out of their support. You know, you say, OK, you know, they are supported by money and power, but that money comes of attention. If people no longer believe in something um, or someone, then there there's no power there. They can't have power because these people are just, um, they're the consequence. They don't have a power of their own. They live off of the attention of others. <laughs> when there's no longer attention, there's no longer power. And that's what we're seeing. And so this whole brand, what we have here is uh, to help people um, recognize their internal, their own connection, their own divine heritage so that they can center themselves and have the ability to remember their, their intuition so that they can navigate through this um, um, birthing process that we're having as a civilization and make the decisions that will keep them alive. And thriving through this journey, cause it is um, literally affecting people's physical lives right now. The decisions that you're making right now in your lives, and particularly the last one that that has been like super heavy, is the decision to believe that there was such a need for a for a mRNA vaccine for a coronavirus. That was a that was a that was a whole psy up. The entire thing. The coronavirus, the whole thing came out of nowhere and then came out of nowhere these vaccines that have never been tried before and they've never been through the vetting process from companies that have a history of de- of deceiving their um, everybody in order to make profits, not to help people. And so when you actually do your due diligence and actually research what's going on, you find out that an incredible rate of adverse reaction effects. Lots of people dying, lots of cancer, lots of myocarditis, pericarditis, Bell's palsy. We have these um, um, uh, blood clottings and, you know, people collapsing all over the place. People, as, uh, you know, um, what's called a, um, um, sport athletes in the prime of their youth collapsing on the field. And um, the saddest part is when, when you believe that this was the right thing to do because you believed in the leaders, right? The leadership, which is not really leadership, um, and then make the decision to follow along with everybody because you were coerced to do so. And, and now, because of gaslighting, they're telling people that that wasn't true. You were not coerced. People were f- being fired from their jobs. They were going to lose their mortgage. They wanted to take their children away. They wanted to close churches. They, 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 they stopped, you know, having events. Forced people to f- wear masks where the masks don't work for, you know, logic, right? All of this stuff. And that is just the latest, most uh, kind of um, evident uh, manifestation of of uh, a timeline that um, that now has gone through the sideway. Cause um, we pass through that another one. I keep creating that, but it doesn't have the momentum or the power because people have had that challenge, that experience, and they have faced the uh, horrible. Um, experience of seeing their uh, loved ones get sick and die and if not themselves becoming um you know infertile becoming impotent becoming um you know who knows the the repercussions of altering the DNA right and when you have a um, copyright on on a certain DNA configuration which now exists um who is to say that you people that have been vaccinated are actually human anymore or considered human legally, right? There are different species and could, under that copyright law might even be able to or who knows what kind of stuff can unfold on that other timeline. So um, because of things like that, we have reached a point where we need to incredibly make these decisions in our lives. And that those decisions can no longer come from listening to anyone. We need to be able to do our own evaluation of the physical reality, objective, logically, unemotional, and make decisions without following a trend. And so trends are are falling apart. and, And this is the birth of the individual. And, and what I mean is the individual self, sovereign self-respect with a natural inner drive coming directly from your divine heritage. And you are naturally propelled into a certain direction. Something comes, anything comes into your life, you're able to say yes, to say no, to say, you know, I am I'm, I'm going to, you know, take my time considering that. And make decisions that are gonna make help you make it through this birth into a new civilization where we don't have to worry about any of that shit, because we have actually a, a real world, not this fake reality. And I'm just I just address one little aspect, well, big aspect of this thing. But it's this um, uh, unfolding and the, this, this this solution of reality is happening on all levels, and so. Um, it's basically the world is falling apart. It's in in you know it's not falling apart. It's being revealed as the dysfunctional reality that it is, and and so we're given the choice to um, decide whether we want that or not. I personally say fuck that. I'm I'm done with that reality. I'm 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 creating a completely new world because my attention is in another timeline. So I transport myself to that timeline. The entity is where the attention is. You are where your attention is. If your attention is no longer believing in the mainstream, you are no longer there. So um all of that information is there. As let's dive into this um, um this er- this this um faking freedom part uh where Richard Rudd talks about in this jinky. And uh, then I'm going to give you my feedback on that. I'm getting my own download. This is my own uh, study of this work uh, myself. And then you'll take it and then you contemplate and get your own download. And that's what it all matters, that you transform this into your own experience. Because other than this, this is, these are words. This is philosophy. This is not truth. And, and none of none that, nothing that anyone says is truth. It, whatever information you get from anywhere is not the truth, it is data, and we use this data, um, um, you know, like an adult, and we follow a train, we make our own decisions, sometimes we need to make decisions based on beliefs, and that's what it is, every information that you get is a belief, and um, and because we, we haven't been there and, and, you know, but we at some point we, we, we develop this internal ability to differentiate something that's going to benefit our journey or not. And sometimes, depending on where you are in your journey, you might make decisions that got you through really dark places, but be, but it was important to go there because of the experience that will take you to the other side. And, and we've all been through that and we're going to be talking about that today also. So there are many dimensions to the 55th shadow of victimization. The web that holds us at a low frequency has many subtle twists and turns. One of the devil's greatest tricks is to get people to look for God, right? And that's very interesting, right? When we're looking for God, we don't realize that God is here because we're looking for it. There's that uh, idea of time in between here and there. I'm going to find God. I'm seeking for God, and uh, this might sound uh, trivial, but it's at the core of every religion and spiritual tradition misunderstanding of the true teaching. Because most uh, really um, profound teachings that have come to people have actually got the download. uh, Have throughout the years have gotten kind of degenerated because. People have put them within the boxes of their personality, right? And so there's nothing wrong with being a spiritual seeker. That is a part of the spiritual journey, right? You have to go through that in order to get to a place where you realize that God has always been here. God is life, it is not a thing that's finished, it is an ongoing expansiveness for all eternity. And simultaneously, because it is God, all the possible combinations of every single everything in the entire multiverse, it's already, it's already, it already exists. But we are having the experience of all of it because God is all of us, because God is every star and every black hole and every galaxy and every grain of sand. And in every single possible combination where that grain of sand exists on every possible space and time position in the entire multiverse, in every possible parallel universe. And the experience of every single person of that grain of sand in every possible angle, with every possible state of being, emotional perception, with every contemplation and attention. Can you imagine a thought like that, an experience like that for all the entire multiverse? That's what God is. That's what we are. And we are experiencing the reconfiguration of all the potential physical reality at every moment. And through our experience, this is is the experience of God. And so life is booming with with experience, with with adventure, with with awakening, right? Life is rich in every possible way you can see it. And so you realize that God is here. The moment you position your attention, you allow God to look and to look. The the looking of God is reconfiguring the building blocks of reality that you begin attracting electromagnetically into your reality and come. And then you have that same frequency, magnetic frequency of experience that manifests in your life. Now you are physically experiencing the consequence of that observation. God is experienced through you. God is experiencing life. And it is happening right now. So when we're talking about the devil, right? And, you know, trying to get, tricking you to, to you know, look for God. It's like, again, like that horse with the, with the carrot tied up in front of his head is going for that fucking carrot forever. It's never going to get the carrot because it's tied to his head. Right. So you'll never get it. And that is one of the greatest tricks. Right. So the trickiest aspects of the 55th shadow concerns spirituality in quotes. Right. Not his quotes, my quotes. And this has particular significance during the current uh, epoch. epoch. Spirituality itself cannot become the focal point of the victim consciousness. That's very interesting he's saying that. I'm going to say it again. Spirituality itself can become the focal point of the victim consciousness because it can so easily give us the idea that we can do something to free ourselves from our shadows and our emotional suffering. And this is very interesting to look at because... If everything is simultaneous and time doesn't exist, uh, we're already free. And, and, and it's not that we are already free. And this is why I always want to separate because Richard Rudd makes, you know, in my opinion, that mistake of, of combining this personality with the individual and makes it more complicated. If you're aware and you know that you are not your personality, you are just the positioner of the attention. That's who you are. That's it, and the experiencer of the uh, you know of reality, right? But there is no um, no opinion about that, and so who's got the opinion? The personality, right? So the personality is um, is the one who's got the victimization, right? So so um you know the victim consciousness of a spiritual person in quotes, um, it's the idea that we're doing something to free ourselves. From our shadows and our emotional suffering, but there is no emotional suffering in the observer, in the positioner of the attention. The personality is having that emotion, and it's waiting or looking for something to liberate itself. But it is because of the attention that the uh, the personality is experiencing that, and it, it, it hijacks you to look into this or to that constantly. Remember the the um, the the victim state of um, of this of this shadow is the victim of drama the victim pattern is the victim of drama so where is the attention the attention is on the drama and it's so embedded in our experience that we keep looping it we keep experiencing the same drama because the attention is on the seeking of the resolution of the suffering so because you're looking for something that doesn't exist you you keep looking. And what I mean by doesn't exist, it's not that it, the person is not experiencing it. What I'm saying is that the attention is what keeps making it happen. And so the attention is on exiting the suffering state. Where is the attention? The attention is in the suffering state. And particularly in this is exiting the suffering state. So where are you going to get manifested as a physical configuration of that attention more exiting the suffering state you're in a constant loop of trying to exit the suffering state right you're trying to get rid of your shadows because they're 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 a problem right instead of realizing that they're part of life your shadows are the contrast of your of the pictures of your movie right your life is a movie a, a multidimensional movie The shadow is the darkness. The light is God, right? You have those two. You have a really rich contrasted experience. Otherwise, it's a wash thing. There's just light. You can't see anything in light because there's just light. If it's just darkness, there's no light. It's just darkness. There's nothing there, right? So you have to have that contrast. But you do have that contrast. And that is the trick here. It's, It's like we're looking for something that we're stuck in a drama loop that we keep creating because we're addicted to it. The body, and, and at this point it becomes a, a physical addiction, because of our attention. Our That attention is going to download a specific stream of thought from the flow of the river of consciousness. And that frequency itself triggers an electromagnetic response within the brain that creates Electrical currents create chemicals from the brain, and that is flushed through the whole um, nervous system, goes into the uh, glands, and through the um, endocrine system, we're going to spread all of those chemicals into the body. And it's a particular uh, consequence of the specific frequency of the thought that we've been focusing on. So the body is going to be washed in a specific chemical cocktail. And then you've been washing the body. We've been washing the body on that cocktail for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. The body is addicted to that cocktail of drama, of the very specific frequency that you keep looping. Right. And so it's like creating a rot. Now, how are you going to get out of that rot? You need to completely change your attention. And and it's hard because it's an addiction. It's just like quitting cigarettes or, or you know cocaine or or alcohol or sex, whatever your addiction is. It's an emotional addiction. And um and, and, and an addiction happens when it's passed beyond the point of experience. We do have to go through that experience, integrate it, process it, embrace it. But then once we keep looping that same experience because we failed to integrate it, we haven't digested the experience, then it becomes an emotional addiction because now the physical bio machine is addicted to the chemical cocktail. And so what's it going to do? It's going to keep f- hijacking your attention so that you keep focusing on this seeking of God because we're so unfulfilled, right? We need to find God so that we can... And there's a reason for that. We don't want to find God because we want to find God. We want to find... The personality wants to find God because he wants to exit the state of suffering, right? But in the first place, because of the nature of the victim of the shadow, of this 55th shadow, which is the dilemma of external validation, right? We we create this drama so that we can feel that we're alive. So you you at some point you realize... The whole you know it's it's psychosis right the the, the, the the personality is it's stuck in these complex head trips that keep creating this these this, um, repeating patterns that keeps us stuck in a wheel right and it it keeps happening and it is it is because we haven't reclaimed our attention. And so, um, right, so you can, you, the personality cannot do anything to free itself from the shadows of the emotional suffering. That is an illusion. This notion has led to the greatest illusion of them all. The illusion of another spiritual reality somehow outside of our own sphere of experience. And this is, um, again, you know, this this hoping to go to heaven, you know, a better place. Or the new age, you know, going to the age of Aquarius, or the fucking, you know, the the crystal castles in the sky. All of that shit is escapism, right? Your life is here, God is here, the entire multiverse is here, the kingdom of heaven is here in your state of being. When you raise your frequency, the consciousness of your freak your frequency of your consciousness, you suddenly begin to experience what you already have but from a different frequency. And and you can be in the same place where everybody is, it's hard because, you know, there's a, a collective field, but, you know, you can be in a place and then your frequencies is high and you're like, you're like, woohoo, life is awesome. And then surrounded by people say, life sucks, right? And you're having the same experience they're experiencing it differently because of their point of attention and and because the body at that point is addicted to the chemicals. So, yes, it is, it is rehab. I'm not saying it's an easy journey, but if you've been, and, and we've all been attached to these certain loops of consciousness uh, that create this emotional addiction of the body. So you do have to go through the withdrawals, and that's hard. That's what's called the dark night of the soul. So you are choosing a different attention and the body says fuck you you know well, you're my bitch you're gonna do what i want and, and and that's the struggle that's the battle right and and so it is the most important is to realize to you know that you have an incredible tool with this which is the breath and when you use that breath and center yourself and and start you know wrangling back that attention from the personality and say no motherfucker this is my attention I am putting it here on, on awakening my expansion of life and realizing that I'm I'm here I'm experiencing God now, right, and ultimately that eventually that kind of like it's it's like an alchemical process is going to um, distill. The personality, little by little, by little, you're pulling out the, the the supply of energy to the personality, and the personality at first is a giant monster that's you know it can treat you like its bitch and you know step on you, but little by little it becomes this you know little voice that just is just you know bitching and then eventually it's just like this tiny at some point it disappears and you have yourself you have your yourself, which is your attention. And in that point, you put and you move your attention at will, and now that is freedom and ultimately, that leads us to what we have here called the um, divine gift, the city, the complete dissolution of the personality but that is the journey right there is there is a, there is a whole thing, and it all has to do with the per- different perception of time as as long as there's space between here and there between you and what you want um there's 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 not the realization of God there we're still looking for that fulfillment right um so if we look at this notion with clarity, we see the very same pattern of the longing to find fulfillment. That's exactly what I was just talking about. If you create an unattainable reality, then we can spend our whole life longing for that reality without ever having to directly experiencing. I'm going to heaven. It's going to happen. We're ascending, you know, the new age has that thing, you know, we're all ascending. We're going to, you know, the fifth, you know, density or whatever the fuck is that, right? The aliens are coming. They're going to take us back to our planet where we belong. We I'm not saying you don't belong or you haven't been in another planet. What I'm saying is that expectation of that savior of that other reality where where it's not this shithole, right? And it's like, fuck, get me out of here, you know, because because, you know, this it sucks here. And and it's I'm not saying that that the because of all of our work dark work of of denying our own selves we haven't been fueling a, a global shadow world that it's that it's a shit a shithole right a hellhole you know I'm not saying that uh, and I'm not saying I'm not making it Pollyanna you know like okay but everything's better you know unicorns and roses here you know and milk and honey you know it it is a challenge to live here um, but. Because we have that power to shift our attention, we can exist in a parallel universe while we'll still be here. Just like Jesus said, you know, you, you are in this world, but not of this world, right? You are not of this you know, unreal world that we have experiencing here. You, you, because your ability to hold your attention, your attitude gives you that capability to exist in a parallel reality. And this is parallel reality, multidimensional shifting, right? Um, So for many religious or spiritual people, this can be a hard truth to stomach. True enlightenment is not what they really want, but the personality wants at all, right? Because we have to be very careful. We say it's not that we really want it because ultimately we don't even need enlightenment. Who we are, it's just attention. We are God. God is us, right? God is the attention. So it's not like we need to become enlightened. You know, the personality needs to dissolve in order for us to realize God, right? Because what does enlightenment mean? It means to be in knowledge of. It is, means to know. And so to true know something you have to experience it. And so um so it isn't exciting, you know, enlightenment isn't exciting in the least, but it is Utterly ordinary. And ordinary, uh, and the way that I see ordinary, um, I see I see the beauty of nature. When you look at nature, when you experience nature, when you're in nature and you realize that you are nature, it is ordinary, but it is extraordinary at the same time. You look at a sunset and it's like, oh my god, it's like a, the greatest painter painting of ever, you know, and it's moving and it's changing, it's gonna be gone in fifteen minutes. And, and that was just you know it was just ordinary, but was it and you realize that that life is it is ordinary, but what what truly ordinary means it means it means life is grandiose, it's glorious it's it's extraordinary, and it is ordinary in its ordinariness you realize that life itself is everything right so In spite of this, most spirituality is built upon the pursuit of the extraordinary, right? So we're pursuing this extraordinary without realizing that we already have it here in the way that we choose to perceive it, right? It is that time in between here and there that stands in the way of us truly living our lives, truly experiencing the extraordinary here instead of looking and seeking for it. And this is a a thing that happens a lot with a new agers or, you know, everybody. Oh, I want to, you know, have these superpowers to have the ability to, you know, uh, astral travel. And I'm going to get out of my body. And I'm going to learn how to fucking levitate and walk in water and, you know, shoot fucking, you know, (laughs) electric beams from my fingers, you know. Right? I'm going to have these experiences and all that stuff. So you're, you're focusing on that shit. And you're missing the point. The point is your experience now in your heart, in your whole being, right? And and the more you experience this bliss of being, the more your cellular structure begins acclimatizing, acclimatizing, does that work, acclimatizing, <laughs> begins, begins kind of, Falling in line with that same frequency, your body is going to vibrate at the frequency of the your choice of att- of attention, because you are making a link with that frequency in the universe, and so you're you're actually charging the body with a different uh, f- different kind of electricity, and. Um, So high levels of frequency do not necessarily lead you to spiritual experience. It never leads the personality to spiritual spiritual experience. What the fuck is spiritual experience? Every single experience is spiritual. You know, when the people, you know, try to define spiritual experience, they want to say, well, you know, I saw an angel or, you know, I suddenly felt lofty or right. What they're doing is just talking about a different kind of experience that they're not used to. So, in fact, high levels of frequency tear down the very illusion that there is such a thing as a spiritual experience. How about that? I agree with him on this one. It is beautiful because high levels of frequency make you realize that your life is already spiritual. You are already having the spiritual experiencing of riding a bio machine in this physical realm. That how many? It doesn't more get spiritual. It doesn't get more spiritual than seeing the sunrise, you know. It doesn't get more spiritual than kissing, with love. I mean, that is fucking spiritual as fuck. I mean, it's 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 incredibly beautiful when you're there, when you're truly there, right? So, in the contemporary new age culture, spiritual materialism is rife. That is to say, people now have a brand new drug called the pursuit of truth and and it's very interesting to you know choose that word that not that word but that f- phrase right the pursuit of truth we're going to pursue through truth how the fuck are you going to pursue truth you know we're going to find the truth the truth is your life right now right now this is your this is this is the truth your life right now where you, where is it going and so we, we, but but I do understand the journey, right? Because we do have to go through that journey, particularly if we were raised in a religious environment and a very high belief of a certain specific doctrine or or um, what's it called um, um, ideology, right? And so we're stuck in a box, and we want to know more, right? But you do get stuck. And it's important that we make a difference on the words that we use to define this stuff, right? It's important to understand that there is nothing wrong with any of these things. If we are drawn to seek something higher, then something is pushing us through, leading us somewhere. And who's that? That is God, right? Our natural inner drive, the connection to the specific shard of the light of creation that has a specific kind of like... Um, design of the journey and, and organically we're being naturally driven towards something and, and you listen to that inner drive driving you and it comes from within you very very different that following what somebody else told you because they have a different journey and part of their insecurity is trying to shove you or shove their you know beliefs into you because they don't really believe them so they need you to believe them in order for them to believe them. But at the end, nobody fucking believes them. This is what everybody's doing with everybody all the time, right? Um. So, um. right. So if we follow it through to its natural conclusion, whatever, you know, path we are taking, it will reveal our true path. And it is revealing our true path step by step, little by little. In the end, ultimately, you will actually find... And make a decision or stay stuck for a hundred years or a hundred lifetimes, but sooner or later you're going to say, fuck that, and you're gonna make a decision. And you're going, to, and so that whole dark journey or a hundred years or a hundred lifetimes eventually got you to your truth. So it's not like there was anything wrong with that, it was just a path. But ultimately, when we truly listen to our inner drive, it doesn't take that long. Um, We do have to go through our challenges and stuff, but it's not as challenging when you're truly listening, learn how to listen. The problem is learning how to listen because we've been trained to listen to everybody except, you know, our inner natural intuition, right? So um, for some people seeking is a direct path to transcendent. Transcendence, but for others it simply serves as a distraction that draws them further away from their true nature, and that is why you gotta pay attention to all of these gene keys because they're paths, right? And if something calls your attention is not on your uh, whole genetic profile, or your whole genetic profile doesn't make sense to you, discard it. Follow, follow your intuition. Follow, pick, a, pick one of these paths, contemplate it, observe it, see it in your life, manifest it. And see if it makes sense, right? Um, because for some people, instead of seeking a spiritual life, what they need to be doing is, you know, working in a metal workshop, making metal things, and through that one, they'll find enlightenment, right? And so it's 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 very it's amazing how you know we have all these judgments about about what being spiritual means, oh, I'm spiritual because I'm wearing, my head is shaved, and I am wearing a fucking Tibetan monk, and I'm saging myself, and talking about the fucking crystal balls, and you know, the Andromedans coming, landing tomorrow here on my head, you know, and and I'm spiritual, I'm, I'm spiritual, fuck that, you know, it's like everybody's spiritual, everything is spiritual, even the fucking villains, you know, up there in their, you know, little um, mini-me <laughs> castles, right? You know, oh, we will enslave the entire world. Blah, blah, blah. They're also spiritual. They're on their journey. They're in the dark, right? But they they will eventually either make it to the light, right? or So that you can have that contrast because you cannot just be in the dark. You have to have the contrast or they will get so evil that they will dissolve back into the, you know, batter of creation and have to start the whole journey from zero again. Because they're part of God too. We're all part of God. So the 55th shadow prevents the spiritual seeker from following their urge through, through to its natural conclusion. This is an incredible f- phrase right here. It's, it's so accurate. The 55th shadow of victimization prevents the spiritual seeker from following their urge through its natural conclusion. Because we're blaming and complaining and bitching and pointing the fingers instead of actually living our lives and taking responsibility for whatever fucking shows up. We're standing on our own way, right? And so you're not listening to yourself. You're just respond- reacting to stuff. And it's preventing your, your evolution. So it does this by identifying either with the form of the teaching or with the teacher, or with the path itself. And then again, this is the identification with an external validation point. We're looking into the dilemma of the 64 Jinky, which is external validation. So you need the external validation, but there is no God out there. I mean, it's not that there's no God out there, but you're not going to find it out there. It's inside of you. So the more we're looking at the teaching and identifying yourself with the teaching, that's why I always fucking break, rip the shit out of these fucking jinkies. Fuck the college genetic profile. Fuck the jinkies. Fuck every tool and every guru out there. All of them fuck, them. fuck them all. Why? Because you have to tear down your idols. You're not going where you're going <clears throat> by idolizing anything. <clears throat> We use these tools, right? You identify with the teaching, the jinkies or whatever, Richard or whatever. You identify with the teacher, you know Jesus and Buddha and whatever, or the path, you know the seven, eightfold path of the Buddha, all that stuff. I'm not saying these are not extraordinary teachings or extraordinary tools. What I'm saying is when, when you let the personality identify with it, because you're not identifying, you're just the position, you're just positioning your attention there. Hijacked by the personality that it's identifying with the teacher, the teaching, the path. Now, I am a Buddhist. I am a Christian. I am a fucking, you know, a truther from the truth movement. I am Andromedan. I am, I am, I am. And guess what? You are all of it. Because God is all of it. When we identify with one of this, then we say no to the multiverse. And so I'm just this. And guess what? You're going to be this for 20 minutes. And 20 minutes could be 20 lifetimes. But at some point, you're going to say, well, you know, I mean, this fucking robe is nasty and stinky and moldy. I want jeans now. Or I want, you know, I, I want to be naked running in the fucking, you know, lake. Or, you know, running, <laughs> running in the lake. <laughs> running at the bottom of the lake, right? Um, in the middle of the water. But at, the, at some point, you're going to realize... It's time for some new experience. And you, you drop this uh, identification with these um, mirages that you you hold out there somewhere. There's enlightenment. There's the end of my suffering. And if I hold to the path of the, you know, the 64 jinkies and get them all, I'm going to be free from my, you know, unhappiness. Or I if I become, you know, like Jesus, you know, or, you know, like pray to Jesus day and night. I'm not saying don't pray to Jesus. I pray to Jesus. I love Jesus. Jesus is great. What I'm saying is don't give away your power to the master or the teacher or the guru. And, and you are the one who ultimately has to take responsibility for your attention. And when you totally reclaim the power of your attention and have the power to move it at will, you're no longer... Um, um, Anchored by any of these uh, illusions, and and you no longer can be dragged into this or that, right? You consciously choose. Yes, I'm gonna put my attention there for you know two two hours or three minutes or you know five days, and then I'm gonna move it and put it here. And people are gonna say, but why are you leaving us? I, I thought you were part of our cult. It says you know I love you, but you know you go ahead and live your life. And, and I'm going to live my life. Oh, we hate you now. We're not like... You're not like us. Well, you know, Of course not. You are you and me. And at the same time, we're the same, right? And, and you know, you can think or act any way you want, but I still love you and I'm going to... Because I love you, I let you be whatever the fuck you want to be. And because I love myself, I'm letting me be what I want to be. And, and so that is incredibly beautiful because... Nobody wants to be in the same place forever. Even though the, we, we do get stuck, we, we do allow the personality to get us stuck for a long time. We, we don't really want to do that. We want the expansion because we are the expansion of the infinite. And we want to go out there and experience all of creation. We don't want to be stuck and I am now, I'm enlightened. <laughs> I'm enlightened. So I'm going to sit here by the tree all day. If that you know rows your boat, if that's what you want to do, that's fantastic. But I assure you, every single person that sit down on that tree for fifty days or whatever and they're not blinking, they're not enlightened and they don't consider themselves enlightened, but they are enlightened, but they don't consider themselves enlightened. they are just doing their thing they're they're traveling out there in the multiverse, and they're having the beautiful experiences but they're they're not thinking i am enlightened look at me that, pfft, that's that's the one thing that I, I assure you they're not contemplating they're not that because otherwise their attention would be on that instead of out there in the multiverse hanging out with arjuna and you know gilgamesh so um yes yeah, so So therefore, we see three basic categories of people on a spiritual, quote, path. Those who are trapped by the structure of a particular teaching. Those who are trapped by the magnetic power of a particular teacher. And those who are trapped by their own constant compulsion to be a spiritual tourist. That's another one. That's another one because then you are not committed to um, um, actually finding yourself. You're just, you know... ...tasting all these different things. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that... ...because there's a phase of your life where you have to do that. You have to dip your toe here in, you know, the Hare Krishna... ...you got to dip your toe here in the Sufism... ...and you got to dip your toe here in the five rhythms dance... ...and you got to dip your toe here in, you know, the... Um, uh, ...you know, what's it called, the book of miracles... <laughs> or a path of miracles or whatever, right? And, and you know, follow Deepa Chopra for 20 minutes... ...and then, you know, you're like, okay, well, I don't want to keep buying your books... <laughs> Right. And and all of that is good. But when you get stuck in that and at some point, it's like the best example I can give is when you're looking at Instagram or YouTube and it's been an hour and you're just scrolling and suddenly inside of you, you feel like like you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Like it was OK for to check it out for a little bit and it was fun and you saw some stuff and you keep seeing awesome stuff, but you suddenly, you know that's over that you need to get up and actually get shit done that's that's a good example I, I would I would say right um or you could just keep clicking on new youtube videos and you and they're all awesome, but you at some point you know it's time to stop you need to stop now and when when you keep going past that point, suddenly something weird happened and you can't. you just get into this drone you're not even. I mean, you are enjoying what you're seeing, but it's not really, it's, it's more like you've kind of like plateaued and, you know, translate that same concept into, you know, every aspect of your life. All three of these spiritual traps are authentic stages of any path that will eventually lead to true freedom, but all three also masquerade as freedom itself. These are some of the subtlest levels of the shadow of victimization, right? Because how would you know that would be victimization, right? You wouldn't even think that, you know, following the spiritual path of the teaching or the teacher or, you know, being a spiritual tourist or, you know, being trapped by the path, that would be a sort of victimization. But it is because it's, there's, it's, it's, there's drama there eventually, you know, and, and you see it when you hang out with this, you know, in these communities of people. Eventually you're seeing the fucking drama. Because people now they're looping. They need to actually be living their lives, but they're looping, and what's gonna happen? Why why didn't you why didn't you say that the the master said that? And you're saying that the master didn't say that? No, I'm not saying the master did say that, but the master did say that. You know, now you're being rebellious. We're gonna kick you out of the cult. <laughs> It's like, you're not, you're not like, you know, you're, you're being, you're being selfish, you're being egocentric, you know, it's, it's your ego, your ego that's getting in the way of your, the master, the guru passing through your heart and changing you, you know, who gives a fuck, you know, this is not your life, you know, why are we doing that? And we do that and this happens and it is because we're, we've plateaued. And we haven't, you know, become conscious enough to realize that we have plateaued. And so we're just bored. And what happens when you're bored? You you make up drama. And not you, the personality. Again, I, I have to, you know, come back to it. The personality makes up drama because it's fucking bored. And it needs something to feel alive for. Instead of exploring the infinite of the multiverse with your attention. Now, because you've decided that you're this... Now there's got to be something exciting here. And if it doesn't, you make it. (laughs) And it's funny. I mean, at some point you start laughing. You go like, I mean, they're still God. Everybody's still God. It's just like they're just plateaued and you were there and you love them, right? So true freedom has nothing to do with how we spend our time on the material plane, right? How we spend our time. That whole concept in itself is kind of like counterintuitive. Counterintuitive is not even the right word. Um, It's kind of, um, again, you know, because he's he's, he's coming from a place of amalgamized individuality and personality. He comes up with phrases like this, right? This is the kind of shit that the personality says, right? True freedom has nothing to do with how we spend our time on the material plane. Let me translate that. True freedom has nothing to do with how the personality is addicted to time and experiences the material plane from that place right true freedom is the observer true freedom is the positioner of attention right so the personality is the kind of, the one who's doing all of this stuff but when you're hijacked by the personality obviously you think that you're the one spending time but where where did you spend time Right? Well, I went and I did that from the morning to the afternoon, but you were always there. You know? You did spend time doing this or that, right? But who spent that time? The personality. Right? You were positioning your attention where the personality wanted it. And so you spent time. But if you were positioning your attention where your inner drive was driving you, you wouldn't have spent you wouldn't have spent time. And what I mean by that is, remember those times when you were extremely in the present. You were just there. When you were having incredible joy, when you were creating something and time just flew by. You did not spend time. Because it has a carries a way to, I spend time doing this shit. No, you were just there. And next thing you know, there's a creation sitting there, you know, a website or, a, you know, a car that you just built or fixed or whatever. Or or you just like came out from an incredible love make session, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck. You didn't spend time. You were living life completely different thing. Right. So true freedom is not an effect. It is an ever-expanding spaciousness that arises spontaneously inside you as you come to understand how deeply victimized you really are by your own core beliefs. Again, he's amalgamizing the personality with the individual. So um, he's talking about the, 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 the release of the personality that happens when you know you realize that you are not the personality. And so who's deeply victimized? The personality, right? And so, who, because who's got core beliefs? The personality. The personality is victimized because the personality has core beliefs. You have none. Who we are, I don't have core beliefs or opinions or, or you know, or beliefs or, or of any kind. I don't have a past. Nobody has a past. It's the personality that has all of that stuff, right? So when you realize you are not the personality and become present, then your life truly begins because you can actually live because you're not trying to fulfill anything. You are fulfilling it by the moment that you're living it right now. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, Tomorrow, we're going to be diving into the dying of drama. (laughs) I love that. The dying of drama, right? Um, But um, podcast is every day Monday through Sunday. Now you can find us on every podcast app out there. The homepage of the podcast is JOURN.TV. That's J-O-U-R-N.TV. At the bottom menu, you'll see a link that says Pioneers. Click on that one. You'll see our episodes where we have guests in the podcast and they share with us uh, their story, how they went through the darkness, how they found love or they found love for themselves in order for them to get through to the other side. Now they have a very specific, unique gift that they're bringing in service to the world. Beautiful, beautiful stories of people, beautiful people standing up and making decisions right now in this very challenging time all sorts of, all, all, you know, from all walks of life, right, and, um, and you can find those, or you can see those on video, and also listen to them. And um, if you click at the bottom right corner of join.tv, TV, you'll see the support button. You'll see all of the podcast um um apps that you can find us. You can sign up to our email list if you want to contact us. We have a Telegram chat room that is uh, join our community there. You can join us there and uh, share. You have any questions? You want to share your experiences? Anything that's what that community's for uh we also have three uh, news outlets we have um a telegram news channel um uh, uh, um x which, uh, previously twitter channel, and we have a truth social and all of those we post um news. Uh, Basic physical stuff, right? We try to look for the most objective, logical stuff. And we're sharing that there. And we have the Rumble. Our Rumble channel is just the videos of what we call the pioneers of the Great Awakening. These are the guests that we have on this kind of sub-podcast of Planet Homemaking. And we also have um, coaching. If you need help or want help one-on-one... Understanding using this tool of the gene keys, there's a one on one call, Zoom call we have there, the activation sequence review. And we just don't go through the activation. Uh, You know, that's just, you know, if you want to go through the activation, find your purpose, we focus on that. But we also work on the Venus sequence and the Pearl sequence, all of the whole genetic profile, or any aspect that you're working with this using this tool in your life. We have a very specific three month coaching program called life design is aligning every aspect of your life with your deepest spiritual purpose to find that inner drive that authentic self-expression that that helps you navigate and make decisions all of your life in every interaction of your life you'll find your authenticity um outshining um or you know Coming to the forefront so that you don't have to become a different person in every single situation and then end up exhausted at the end of the day and your business and your family and your you know with your children in your health and your hobbies everything alignment with your that deep spiritual purpose uh, also we have a coaching program specifically for people stuck in the darkness of the soul if they're ready to move through. Which means they're um, they've they've even though they're stuck in, in in the processing of this because you're reprogramming the bio machine to have a different chemical cocktail so it's it's clinging for that fucking bullshit right and so it's stuck in that drama and that pain and that suffering if you're ready to be of service meaning transform trend alchemically transmute that pain into energy. So that you can give that to others. And that that is love. And that is what gets you out of the dark now. So we have a specific coaching program for people who are ready to make that decision. You cannot show up to this program and say, well, they're doing this to me. And I'm still me, 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 me. Because that's not going to get you through. Uh, and so there are all, there might be other ways to get through this dark now. But this is the one I've discovered because I was there. And so I got through that one. And then I found joy and I found myself at the other side and I know how to get through this thing. And so if you are ready to move through your dark the soul, that's specifically for you there. You can find all of those links at the bottom right corner of TV, where it says support. We have a specific coaching program for coaches so that they can use the power of podcasting, learn um, and be have been supported in all the technical marketing And spiritual aspects so that they can um, create this, you know, find that unique self-expression that targets specifically and connects with their specific tribe of people so that you can manifest as a coach, as a a guide, the specific highly qualified clients that are going to love to be working with you because they're connecting with your energy. We also have that there. All of that stuff is there at the bottom right corner of TV. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio. And this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.